Welcome to another edition of the Hidden Layers podcast, where we talk about all the exciting ways marketing, data, and deep learning are colliding. Today, our esteemed guest is Jim Jackson, the Chief Marketing Officer for Hewlett Packard Enterprise. As CMO, Jim oversees all aspects of marketing for HPE, with an emphasis on accelerating the digital transformation of the Hewlett Packard Enterprise Group to be the edge to cloud platform as a service company. Jim and his team are focused on building a digital first marketing culture there. Prior to his role as CMO, Jim was global head of marketing for HPE's $26 billion enterprise group. He was part of the leadership team who launched the new Hewlett Packard Enterprise brand and played a key role in the transformation of its global marketing to a modern digital first model. Welcome to Hidden Layers, Jim. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hope everybody's well. Yeah, so starting off the new year with bang. So tell us about Hewlett Packard Enterprise. It's a relatively new quote unquote brand for Hewlett Packard, but HPE as an idea, I'm sure has been around for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So as I said, pleased to be here and have this conversation. So when you think of Hewlett Packard Enterprise, we're a very customer driven company and we're constantly changing and innovating to meet the needs of our customers. And, you know, the belief in breakthrough technology is really baked fully into our DNA. In fact, when Bill and Dave started the company over 80 years ago, they had a motto at the garage that the customer defines a job well done. And that undercurrent is really key to how we innovate and how we operate today. I would say the other thing that's really important about Hila Packard Enterprise is our brand purpose. Our, our brand purpose is advancing the way that people live and work. And people here believe that they can change the world. And you really see this built into our culture of pushing for better. It's really at the heart of our technology innovations and the constant reinvention in terms of the way that we're working. You mentioned it, Hewlett Packard Enterprise and HP Inc. We separated actually in 2015. And the main reason for that was to get more focus and to go faster. And since then, you know, we've been focused on broadening our portfolio very methodically through both organic and inorganic growth so that we can meet the rapidly changing needs of customers in a world that is increasingly dominated by things like digital transformation, by cloud, by AI, edge and other areas. And if you just look back over the last five or six years, you know, we've been helping our customers through multiple different waves of transformation, whether it's focused on modernizing their data infrastructure, where they need that best-in-class data center that will help them accelerate digital transformation, reduce costs. And here we've made significant acquisitions like Aruba, SGI, Nimble, Nimble in the storage area, so that we can bring that best-of-breed performance across compute, storage, networking, and high-performance compute and services for our customers. And what we're seeing today is that increasingly the discussion is around hybrid and multi-cloud. Customers are looking for that development velocity. They're looking to have more control and they want freedom from lock-in. And we created a very innovative solution that we call HPE GreenLake, which is really a hybrid cloud environment. And we have brought in other elements like HP's financial services organization to bring this all together to really help our customers with their modernization initiatives. So we can talk more about that. And we see the next decade as being more around 
edge to cloud. And you'll see us do a lot in this space. And, and what we're seeing here is customers are really focused on data-first modernization. They're looking for decision velocity, more control over their data assets so that they can build those new experiences. And, and just in the last year or so, we've had software acquisitions with companies like Determine AI, Zerto, MapR, and others as we continue to bring more innovation into our portfolio, especially in that cloud services and the software area. We also spend a lot of time really co-inventing with our customers and our partners and our industry broader ecosystem to solve some of the world's toughest problems today. It could be, for example, Alzheimer's research. We're doing a lot in that space with, with a partner or COVID research or space exploration. And you know what we do, it's really always focused on starting with how we can deliver that better customer experience. If I bring it a little more specific to marketing, my role is really to be the steward of the customer. And more importantly, in tech today, what we're seeing is that we have so much data. We're data rich, but attention spans, they're relatively short because people have so much information coming at them. So what we're doing is we're using marketing to drive a broader end-to-end engagement with our customers, literally across billions of moments. And then we're really focused on making an impression. And once we have that impression, then we want to use digital and data to really improve the experience with them. And at Hewlett Packard Enterprise, probably in other places, you know, marketing is unique in that we sit at the intersection of our customers, our sales teams, and our BUs. And what we're doing is bringing that together to really make the experience better for our customers, to make it easier for them to understand how we can help them on their journey. And when you just look at the transformation in marketing today at Hewlett Packard Enterprise, it is significant from digital, everything around our tech stack to building really a new brand around HPE GreenLake and shifting perception in the marketplace to creating that edge to cloud category. And as we talk more about edge to cloud and new technologies, it's important that we we do a lot of the hard work in marketing to help the industry understand what that means. We're also practicing data-first modernization where we're bringing the power of digital and analytics and how we think and act on account-based market data to deliver better experiences to customers. So just a lot of different things happening, coming together right now at this time. That sounds like a lot. So you mentioned hybrid and edge to cloud. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Explain to our listeners what those terms mean. Yeah, sure. So when we talk about edge to cloud, what we see is increasingly more and more is happening at the edge. Could be, for example, an oil rig, could be within a factory at the edge of the factory. If you think of an autonomous automobile, right, it could be actually the, the car could be the edge. What's happening is data is being processed in real time there. It's where things happen. And we want to help our customers be able to put an edge to cloud environment in place where they can actually capture and process in real time to deliver a better experience at the edge, but then bring that into a cloud model where they can bring things like analytics and and AI and other things to really continue to refine and analyze the data to make better, better decisions in the future. So for us, we think we'd like to see ourselves as the edge to cloud company. We see edge to cloud architectures as the future, and then we're building and innovating with HPE GreenLake, which is our edge to cloud platform. So you'll see us continue to really start to unify this. And what I would say is at the core of edge to cloud is data. It's about really that's that's the main thing is how do we think about having access and leveraging technology to translate data into insight and insight into action to make better decisions. 
And just to be clear, HPE is enabling their customers to set up and run their edge processing and their cloud processing, or is it just dealing with how to bring the data back and forth between that edge and the cloud? No, we're doing both because we have connectivity at the edge. And with HP GreenLake, we have a hybrid cloud environment. So we're bringing this complete ecosystem together for our customers across edge to cloud. All right, well, one of the things that I always like to talk to enterprise marketers is about the challenge. How do you do essentially B2B marketing successfully? It is, in my opinion, a very hard area because it's so targeted, generally speaking, and it's not necessarily easy to find the decision maker at the target company that you're looking at. How do you strike that balance between being easily understood by many, but then detailed enough to like find those decision makers? Yeah, it's a great question. But it all really starts by understanding our customers' needs and then really focusing on demonstrating how we can help them go further and faster. And we like to think about it in some simple concepts, being easy to mind, easy to find, and easy to relate to. So let me just talk about these a little bit. Easy to mind is really about cutting through the noise. And you mentioned it, right? There's a lot of noise out there. It's about having clear positioning. What is our corner of the room? What do we uniquely bring to customers that they can't get elsewhere? And then what's the benefit of that offering? So being really, really clear on what's the position that we want to own. And we want to own and talk about edge to cloud. And then it's about consistency in terms of delivering the same message over and over and over. So it's that repeatability. And then also bringing a disruptive element here, how we show up, the cool factor plus authenticity to kind of make it easy for us to break through, if you will. Easy to find is about intercepting demand and making it easy for customers when they're in the buying motion. And here, we're really focused on getting scale with our digital engine. So it's about getting that broad reach across what is increasingly an expanding buyer center. So what we're seeing in some of our complex deals is we have 10, 15 plus different people who are influencing deals. And we have to take our marketing engine and communicate to these different personas. We also have to be more industry specific as well in our messaging and our content. So really meeting them where they're at. And it's about meeting that customer across multiple different platforms and making it easy for them to go along on their digital journey. And then the final area is really being easy to relate to, right? Increasingly, what we're hearing from customers is that things like sustainability, it's really, really important. And for us, creating sustainable IT solutions and then helping businesses not just implement newer technology, that, for example, has lower carbon emission, but also upcycle their old gear so that they can reduce IT waste that's going back into the planet. That's just one example of how we're peaking interest in customers to being more relatable on multiple different fronts. So making it easy for them to understand who we are, making it easy for them as they're looking and buying, and then looking at the relatability elements. So those are a couple of areas that I'd highlight. And who exactly are your customers? What are they looking for when they come find you? That's a great question. We're a large company, so we have a lot of different customers across different industries and different personas, all with unique challenges and needs. So it's really not one size fits all for us. And for us, it really all starts with a very collaborative engagement to understand what business problem our customers are trying to solve. But I would just to get more specific, some of the key challenges and pain points that we hear is you know, how do we fast forward our multi-generational IT landscape? We hear this from customers. And this is all about 
transformation and growing faster, getting rid of technical debt that they've built up over multiple years, and then bringing automation so that they can go faster and make more efficient decisions. Another area that we hear is how can we put our petabytes of data to work? So a lot of our customers have a lot of data, but translating that data into insight and insight into action is challenging. So we're helping them open up, capture, access that data at digital speed across edge to cloud. And we, we touched on this earlier, right? Um, what we're seeing right now is an explosion of data at the edge. And the volume and the velocity is, is really, it's exploding, it's moving fast. But we also have to recognize that data is different. You know, at the edge, it might be more perishable. So for example, they're collecting that data, they're taking an action with it immediately to ensure the right experience, but then they don't need that data again, or they're gonna put it back into a cloud environment for analysis. So we're looking at those kinds of things to really help them get more impact out of all of that data that they have. And then also bringing things like, AI and ML to go faster and ultimately make smarter decisions. And then probably the other area that I would highlight is customers are really looking for freedom to deploy their workloads and their data where it makes the most sense. And this is where hybrid becomes really important. If you think of hybrid in a multi-cloud environment where they might have on-prem, colo, and a public, they're really looking at where should I put this application for the best impact. So we're helping them maximize business outcomes and accelerate that decision velocity by optimizing that. Things like security, very, very important. Ransomware is top of mind. Zero trust mentality. Compliance is another area that we see a lot of discussions with our customers. I talked earlier about sustainability, reducing carbon. That's coming up more and more. So I could go on and on. I would just say that the common theme is transformation. It's a laser focus on business outcomes that can be measured in growth, in customer retention, and ultimately moving into new markets. And what we're trying to do is just make it easier, again, for our customers to holistically engage. And if I brought it into a customer example, the one I would probably use is in the telco space. And it resonates with me because I actually grew up on a farm in Northeastern Ohio. But one of the customers that we're helping, they're tackling digital inclusion and connectivity by trying to bridge the connectivity gap, if you will, in the rural United States. And what we're doing is we're helping this uh, television broadcaster convert traditional television signals into more of a wirelessly delivered IP content. And what they can do then is offer connected car services, streaming services, distance learning, gaming, cloud services, et cetera. And when you think of rural communities, this is very beneficial for them. Interesting. So a lot of pain points, commonality is transformation. Is that what you're focusing on from a marketing mix perspective? So you're taking this message, are you on TV? Are you in the airports like every other business B2B advertiser? What is your marketing channel mix and and why? Yeah, everything we're doing today is digital. It's data-driven so that we can be much more precise, you know, to get more impact. And we certainly look at marketing from top to bottom of funnel in a very, very structured way. I would say that as a large company, we're leveraging almost every element of the media mix from TV advertising to certainly being in airports to also looking at running search, running social campaigns, buying media programmatically, we're investing in connected TV with Roku, Firestick and others. So lots of different ways for us to reach our customers. 
But I'd also probably broaden this a little bit. There's the media side of it and the whole tech stack, but there's also how we think about content. So one of the things that we're doing is really focused on industry-leading, high-quality, journalistic-type content that's very thought leadership and focus. And what we want to do is give our customers information and content that enables them to get a better understanding of how they can tackle some of their toughest challenges. So we're doing a lot of thought leadership content and we deliver it in multiple different formats, video, podcasts, articles, you know, reports, infographics, etc. So that's a big area of focus for us. We have a platform called enterprise.next and you'll see us put out two or three articles per week and then we'll do a quarterly deep dive on something that we call our Doppler, where we go into specific topical areas like edge or cloud, hybrid cloud. So we're going deeper on a whole set of topics there. So lots of different content that that we're always focused on. And I think a lot of it, another one I would just highlight real quickly is something that we call BHPE. And this is really our employee social sharing program. And what we're doing is creating a lot of content that HPE team members can take and leverage for their their social platform. So we have about 21,000 employees currently using this today, and that's enabling us to extend our reach, if you will. And then you talked a little bit about awareness. And one of the things that we're focused on today is creating more awareness for GreenLake. And we launched a new campaign in the fall timeline and I just time frame. And I just wanted to give a little bit of context on that. And the campaign is all around GreenLake. And what we want to demonstrate to customers is that we, we believe that cloud is an operating model. It's not a destination or a location. So we want to help our customers modernize without compromise and really give them the choice to understand that they have new ideas and new flexibility and new choices around cloud. And that's with HP GreenLake because it's really an edge to cloud platform and it's optimized for on-prem. So what we did is we built a new campaign. Should I stay or should I go? We're getting great feedback. We leveraged an iconic rock song. The message is simple. It's clear. It's very rooted in customer insights. And what we're seeing today is it's really opening new doors. It's getting new personas intrigued about learning more about GreenLake, which is exactly what we want to do around HPE GreenLake. And so far, we've had over 50 million views of the ad spot. We're seeing really good traction on .com. So anyhow, those are just some of the areas that I would highlight in terms of the mix and how we're going from top of bottom to bottom of funnel at leveraging our digital engine. So do you feel as a veteran marketer, do you feel that a television investment is a great way to get that awareness, even though it's not that targeted to exactly the decision makers, but it's a great way to get exposure to those decision makers. And it's worth sort of the the broader target to find those diamonds in the rough. As part of an integrated campaign, where we're thinking fully end-to-end. And that's exactly the way that we built our campaign. So we wanted to leverage TV to obviously get that broader reach. And we were also very, very targeted in where we ran our TV advertising Mm -hmm. and who we were trying to reach, but then make sure that that's part of a fully, fully integrated campaign with all elements of the mix in place. And Green Lake, am I to guess that it's the merger of Data Lake and Greenfield so that you can... Do whatever you want, but it's it's like that, or or is there something behind GreenLake? 
Uh, GreenLake is, we've been working on GreenLake now for about four or five years and really think of GreenLake as bringing the cloud to you. So a lot of customers have applications in their data center that they think their only real choice is to move those to a public cloud if they want the cloud experience. With HPE GreenLake, we can essentially give you the cloud experience on-prem, but we can also manage a complete hybrid environment with that. So GreenLake is unique. And again, we are building it to be an edge to cloud platform that really gives our customers that scalability. So you mentioned briefly and a little bit before machine learning and AI functionality. Is that something that you've incorporated into your digital only models? How are you, are you using that for analysis or prediction or anything like that? Yeah, no, absolutely. We leverage a lot of AI and machine learning. What I would say is that like most large enterprises, you know, great analytics that are leveraging AI and ML, it really starts with that solid data foundation. So Mm. over the last few years across HPE, we've been undertaking a large technology modernization initiative to really focus on driving digital modernization and really accelerating our digital modernization agenda. And what it does is it leverages a lot of our own technologies from the infrastructure to software And we're also putting in place a data office that really governs the customer data around the company. And when you take it to marketing, what we're doing is leveraging this data foundation to drive AI ML use cases that are focused on customer analytics that inform our marketing efforts as we go forward. So as we have established those data foundations, if you will, then the machine can do its work. So in marketing, we have an in-house data science team. We have our own in-house data science team that we have brought on board. And they look at things like propensity to buy modeling digital behavioral analytics uh, using AIML so that we can better predict and anticipate the needs of our customers. All of this, of course, is governed by data privacy and compliance and all that to make sure that we treat the data with the utmost care. But this enables us to start to, if you will, embark on new territories to innovate with new digital customer experiences and to really bring the power of being data first into all of our thinking in terms of how we engage with customers to make their experience much better. So yeah, it's a major area of focus for us. So something we've been talking about for the last year and a half now is COVID and how it changed basically all work environments. But especially, I think it's been hard to be a B2B marketer because a lot of B2B marketing can take place at big conferences and in-person events where you're drawing in the right targets. How has that affected your transformation to a digital marketing group and and how have you adjusted over the last year and a half? Yeah, COVID took away the one thing that we all thought we had more of and that was time. I mean, immediately we had to shift and pivot very, very quickly in terms of how we thought about marketing. So you're right. I mean, we we were pretty heavily event-driven and literally almost overnight we had to pivot to much more of a virtual event model. So we've done that. We've learned a lot about virtual events. We continue to improve and bring new levels of innovation, new ideas, and new thinking into into our virtual events. We shifted more to line up everything behind GreenLake to bring that, to build that brand and to reposition HPE in the market. We talked a little bit about data and personalization and how we're leveraging and scaling our digital engine. So that was another big area of focus for us. 
The other thing that I would say also happened with COVID is it put even more focus on purpose. And I mentioned earlier that we're a very purpose-driven company. And, you know, our customers today, they, they also want to understand what we're doing about climate issues and what issues we stand for. So purpose is more relevant than ever. And you're going to see us continue to demonstrate that and live that every single day. And then when I look more broadly across the company, a lot of acceleration. When you think of continuing to accelerate R&D on our GreenLake platform and services, bringing out new cloud services, for example, like Unified Data Ops, Unified Analytics, HPC as a service, and industry-specific workload solutions like Epic and Splunk. We also put a company-wide transformation office in place to govern and help accelerate everything that we're doing across as a service so that we could transform faster. So just a couple of examples of the degree of transformation happening inside the company and obviously happening very, very fast. Yeah, cognitive, we found that we really, the things that stuck and worked best during COVID without events were education-driven type things. People were interested in new information and learning they weren't going to show up otherwise, you know, and having that passion and sort of the message that was interesting and not just that pitch of how you're changing things, how you're evolving, what can you be better at while you're stuck at your house? That was where we found our best successes. Exactly. And much shorter formats and how you deliver the content. Yeah. And it was like, it was our own webinars, let's say, or things like that versus being on a panel or, or those types of things. But virtual events were definitely not as good as real events. So I'd love to hear a little bit about the HPE Gives. I read an article, a few articles on that, and I saw one thing where HPE Gives has has contributed more than $1.3 million, I think, in 2021 to nonprofits from a technology support perspective. Can you talk about what are you giving and what that whole initiative is? Yeah, it's a really, really cool program. So it's called our HPE Accelerating Impact Program, and it's part of our annual gifts program. What we're doing is essentially partnering with an organization called Fast Forward. And they're an organization that they invest in entrepreneurs who are using technology to accelerate social impact. And this is to support tech nonprofits around the world, right? So what we're doing here and the way the program works is that every HPE team member receives a $25 credit from the HP Foundation. This happens in September. And you can gift it to one of more than 30 participating tech nonprofits. And since the HPE Accelerating Impact Program launched in 2019, our team members have directed, I think it's over $2.4 million so far to 47 plus tech nonprofits. And when you think about this, this is really positively benefiting the lives of millions of people worldwide. And the focus areas and the, where we're focused on, on helping is in areas like, for example, environmental challenges, areas like education, criminal justice, illegal deforestation, healthcare, and so many others. So it is a really cool program. And the focus here is to help unlock the power of a diverse set of tech nonprofits so that they can go and tackle some of those challenges. But it's something that we're really, really proud of and something where there's a lot of energy inside the company. Amazing. Yeah. 20,000 employees can make a big difference. 
We actually have right, 60,000 so, people at HPE. Uh, sorry, 60,000. Yeah, no first. All right. So what's next? 2022, this is our, this is our wrap-up question. What's 2022 going to look like for HPE? Well, I would just say that it's a fun time to be at HPE. There's a great energy at the company right now. We're very focused on our culture. I would argue that we have the right strategy and we're aggressively transforming for the future. And that's a fun place to be. When you look at where we're at with the market, with our edge to cloud vision, with HPE GreenLake, we've been investing now in this strategy for five plus years. So we're starting to see the momentum behind it. And we're a very, very customer-centric organization. We obsess over our customers. And it's not just about solving their challenges for today, but really aligning with them on what are tomorrow's challenges going to be as well and, and showing how we have that vision for the future. We're also creating that new market category that we talked about, edge to cloud. So I would argue that we're not waiting for a disruptor. We are the disruptor today. And that's a fun place to be. And when you think of marketing, it's continuing to accelerate. It's continuing to innovate. It's continuing to really leverage digital and be at the cutting edge. And we want to continue to build that HPE GreenLink brand out into the marketplace and really establish that in a much bigger way. And you'll see us continue to put more focus behind that as the company transforms. And again, the key message there is around edge to cloud data-first modernization and really helping our customers as they're focused on developing new experiences, engaging new personas, and really reaching new buying cohorts. So we are all in on this major shift, a lot going on. I'll just end by saying that for us and for our customers, it's really easy to get started on their transformation journey today with Hewlett Packard Enterprise across Edge to Cloud. And we can help you with Edge, with Cloud and data, depending on exactly where you're at. So it is a fun time. This is a, a great company and I'm proud to be part of it. Thanks, Jim. Well, that does it for another edition of Hidden Layers Podcast. My guest today has been Jim Jackson, the CMO of Hewlett Packard Enterprise. I am, as always, your host, Jeremy Fain, CEO, co-founder of Cognitive. We hope you all have enjoyed listening and we look forward to having you tune in next time. Stay safe and stay healthy, everybody.